Community Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Hello, my name is Stacy LeBaron, and I would like to welcome you to the Community Cats podcast. I'm starting this podcast to better help you help the many free roaming and potentially stray cats in your neighborhood. This podcast is for anyone who cares about cats and wants to make a difference, small or large. Community Cats is also for people who are part of an organization already helping cats. We will be providing tips at all levels. Who am I? Of course, I am first and foremost a cat lover. But secondly, I've been involved with helping cats in various nonprofit organizations for over 20 years. I ran the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society in Salisbury, Massachusetts for 16 years and helped grow that organization from a very small group that was helping a colony of 300 cats to a large organization that now assists almost 10,000 cats a year. I've pretty much done everything from operations to fundraising to board management. I grew up with one cat. She was a grumpy cat. Her name was Duncan, but she lived to be 20 years old, and she and I grew to appreciate one another in our own way. I still have some scars on the back of my hands from our conversations, but she taught me to respect her space and I had mine. We also had times where she would like my affection once I was trained properly. After Duncan passed away when I was 13, we adopted another cat, Mandrake. He was four years old and was at a local animal control officer's home. We were told she took him in because he was too old and would most likely be put to sleep. I was like, four years old? That's crazy. We just lost our cat at 20. So I convinced my mom to take him in. He was one of those dog-like cats. He slept on my bed every night. I could do anything to him. He was my pal. Unfortunately, he died suddenly at the age of 10 from heart failure. I naively believed and expected all cats to live to be 20. I learned early on that anything could happen. I headed off to college, and I decided to adopt another kitty against college rules. I saw an ad for cats in the local paper by a nonprofit rescue, and I went to the location, and it turned out it was a woman's house, and the rescue was in her windowless basement. She had about 15 to 20 cats caged in the basement. It was pretty bad looking when I looked back at it. I asked her who had been with her the longest as I wanted to rescue the most needy cats. She had an older cat, about eight, but she didn't seem to want me to take that cat, so she introduced me to Rusty. He was 18 months old and had been with her for six months. She felt really bad for him. The family who surrendered him wanted to adopt a golden retriever, and they decided they didn't want a cat. She said 18 months was really old for a cat in a shelter, and his chances at adoption were slim. I was like, I just heard this a few years ago about a four-year-old cat. What's up with this ageism stuff? 18 months is pretty young to me, so I adopted Rusty, and he was a wonderful friend to me for another 12 years. After a few years, Rusty and I moved to Newburyport, Mass., where my husband-to-be, Bruce, lived. We rescued a sweet but boisterous kitten in Newburyport named Steffi. My husband really saved her and convinced me that we needed to keep her, so that was the beginning of us having more cats in our home and many more cat stories to come as you listen to this podcast. In 1994, I had stopped by a local veterinarian's office in Salisbury, Mass., and I picked up a brochure about the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. It turned out their new adoption center was above the veterinarian's new practice. I noticed they needed food and supplies, so I went out and I bought some food and cat litter and mailed in a check. And when I went into the adoption center, I found that they were overwhelmed with cats and needing a lot of help. In the small space that they had, there were well over 50 cats in it. It was pretty overwhelming to me. I received a mailing asking for candidates to be their secretary. I figured I could take notes 
and I could do office-type work. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to be hands-on with the cats or not. So I sent in a letter of interest with my resume, and several members of the board met with me and voted me on the board. And the next year, I was vice president, and the year after that, I became president of the organization. So let's fast forward about 20 years. I have fostered hundreds of cats and kittens, and I have failed at being a foster home. I've run many, many, many fundraisers. I've worked with the MRFRS board as well as other boards to help be more efficient, run more effectively, recruit new board members. I've been exhausted, I've been overwhelmed, and I've been frustrated. But I have also been pleasantly surprised and amazed at the changes that we have made over the last 20 years. For the last four years, I've had the privilege of running a mentoring program where I've been able to work with over 80 different groups across the United States to help them garner the tools that they need to be able to help more cats in their community. It's been an honor and a privilege to run that program and been a highlight of my career, I would say. The Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society went from helping 300 cats to over 10,000 cats a year. And since 1992, we have helped over 110,000 cats. I believe that I can help your group grow too. And if you're just an individual, I believe I can help you help the cats in your neighborhood. But it all goes back to the fact that when I started out, I started out wanting to help one cat and one cat at a time. And that's where many of you may be at this point. And I can help you to help many more. I want to empower you with the tools to be able to make a difference in your community for cats. I want your community to be a safe place for cats. This podcast will be published five days a week. It'll be a combination of 30-minute interviews with people who have started out helping one cat at a time and hearing their story about how they got involved. And then there will also be some one-on-one tips from me. I'll keep these daily podcasts brief so you can listen to them while commuting to work or you have a few minutes to sit down or even while you're out feeding a colony of feral cats, say, or waiting to catch that hard-to-catch feral cat with the trap set. I hope you find this podcast interesting. Feel free to join our Facebook page at Community Cats Podcast and comment there or send us an email at communitycatspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and I would love to have any suggestions. It's all together on this and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And on behalf of the cats, I want to thank you also for helping them. Thanks for listening to the Community Cats Podcast. For more information, other podcasts, or to find out how you can support the show, visit www.communitycatspodcast.com. And thanks. Ah!